Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You can't just call it boring. It <laughs> it's not boring. It is to everybody else. I don't think it will be. I think dads out there will have had a similar problem. But it raises an issue, which I'll talk about. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. <laughs> Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. <laughs> Oh, hello everybody. It's Sunday the 6th of February. It's first thing in the morning. These are pretty much the first words we've said today. We only recorded a podcast yesterday, but I like to take an opportunity where we can get one. It's Simon here, and over there's Laura. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I should say this is only one. It's almost one of my favourite bits now because you're putting so little effort into it. (laughs) You're just saying hello. Well... About five minutes ago, I was still asleep. You were, yeah. And oh, I'm, you have got morning sleepy voice on. And I am, is it sexy? And uh, That's all right, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look isn't, but the voice isn't, if I close my eyes. I've got my pyjamas still on. The, the, actually, you still look like mum's school run. <laughs> You've got different clothes on, but you look like mum's school run. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to kick off with some toast feedback. Do you remember yesterday... Yes. Your question was about um, favourite toppings for toast. Yeah. I put it onto the Instagram. Now I'm going to start putting questions for the podcast on my Instagram stories. They only last for 24 hours, so you've got to get you've got to keep looking. Right. Okay. If you're not following me, I'm at Catboy92. Yes. Right. I'm not doing this for followers because, to be honest with you, I'd like to close the bloody account and got it for work. But at Catboy92. So you're ready for some toast feedback here? Go on. 
your question was what is your favorite toast? if you could only spread yeah. one thing on your toast for the rest of your life what would it be right yeah. we had some feedback now what's annoyed me here is people have put more than one thing oh but did you put all the, all the toppings i said i didn't put anything Oh, right. It's just an open-ended question. Okay. But I said, if you could have one thing on your toast, Karen yeah. Wilson, yeah. bovril and cheese. Bovril. Oh. What is bovril? It's the meat. Is it beef stock or something? It's the meat kind of version of Marmite, but it's so... <laughs> meat mite. It's what um, everyone used to drink. You could make it into a drink. Yeah, it's a football drink, isn't it? That's At why football, I always yeah. And, it, and it's like basically like drinking a cup of gravy. Yeah, well, that's not a bad thing. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, you, you've sold it to me. Um Naughty Nadia, the newsreader from my radio station, says Marmite. So I think you can give her a... Give her a ding, yeah. You should be in control of the belly. Um, Tori Avic. Um, these are the usernames, so I don't know what the real names are. I think it's a Tori Amos, then. Tori Avic. Marmite and peanut butter. <gasps> well... No, because you said two? All right, yeah. I, I quite like that together. But, it's a good combo. But yeah, you, you have to pick one. Jenny Pierce, 1011, says raspberry jam. I, out of all the jams, I'd say raspberry is probably my favourite. Yeah, probably. Do you ever find yourself pronouncing that P, raspberry? No. I wonder how you're supposed to say it, ras- raspberry. Because well, it's one of them, isn't it? Well, Are I we say raspberry, it? you say raspberry, I, I say No, ra- I don't say ras, I say ras, raspberry. Well, well, I say ra. Raspberry, that raspberry. sounds ridiculous. I bet the Queen didn't even say raspberry. I bet she does. I bet she didn't. I bet she does. I bet she came out, when they first got married, and Phil, she came out and said, Philip? Would you like raspberry? Anyway, get a grip. It's raspberry. It's not. It's raspberry jam. Um, Mrs. D'Souza, a Philadelphia garlic and herb cheese. Nice. Sounds nice so, for a toast. Oh, well, and yeah, I asked Honey actually, and she said cream cheese. Yeah. Um, Michael Dubai 100 lemon curd. Go on, can, you can oh, ding it? these if you like them. The Beautiful Game 83 says Nutella. Uh, I, Very modern. No, but I, I don't get the Nutella, like, craze. You know, like, mm. I don't... It's not something I would ever go for. The only time I ever sort of go for chocolate spread is um on a crepe. Occasionally on a crepe. On a crepe. Well, Steph underscore JPW says marmalade. Now, that for me... I'm going to give that a ding, because occasionally... Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's a hotel jam for me. In the little... Little jars. Yeah, you know on hotels where you, you have something for breakfast that you wouldn't normally have, like yeah. I have Cocoa yeah. Pops, uh, but you think, I'm on holiday, I'm going to have marmalade. But I think marmalade's quite old school as well. It's, uh... And then you come back from holiday and you do it for a few days after, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know when you come back from holiday, do you know I'm going to have uh, something that you've had like in it Cyprus? with, with the um, bits in? the actual... No. See, I quite like that. You don't, you're not a fan of... Uh, Bits in jam. You don't like bits. I like in a smooth jam. Anything, do you? You know when you get a. Um... Oh yeah, you, yeah. Do you know? Funny you said smooth <laughs> jam. Ages ago, I had written down baby jam, baby food, <laughs> <laughs> and we've never talked about baby it. Baby jam. When I have to get jam from the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> baby jam. <laughs> We've got meat mite and baby jam. What am I, I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast. <laughs> Good rappers' names. But I have to look for the jam that's got no bits in, not for my children, for my husband. Because, right. Because he eats like a baby. Seeds I don't mind. But you know when you get lumps? 
So when you go down strawberry strawberry jam or raspberry jam. You don't like fresh fruit. You like... You you put it on your toast, right? Yeah. Some of it spreads and then you get this glob that looks like a big red bogey. And it's no matter how hard you push a knife into it, it won't spread. But you like the cheap jam. Not cheap. Yeah, but it is. Not even that jam. If I get one of them lumps, I'll put it back in. Uh, See, the smooth jam to me is... (laughs) It's like jello. It is. A little bit. Um, Lioness Raw 5 says Marmite. Heidi Hinton, friend of the show, on, says peanut butter. Yeah. On its own. We were into that. That's what started this, weren't it? Yes. Dubai Girl 79 says Bovril, loads of exclamation marks, and then that emoji that's like shocked. Wow. She's shocked at I herself. I can't believe Bovril's got more than one vote. And I think this is Aisha. Awashi1609 says peanut butter and put cream cheese together. <gasps> yes, together. No, but. Uh, is that a no? Uh, well, Separately, yes, but not together, no. I replied to that and said, that's more than one. And they said, how about if you mix them together first, then spread it on? <laughs> well, you can, buy, you can buy these spreads, can't the you? The combos. Yeah, you can you buy can the buy Marmite the and peanut butter and peanut butter and chocolate spread. Nobody's said honey so far. No, well, I mean, honey's very popular. Right? It honey. is. But uh, it's not for me. Caroline is Dubai Girl 79 because I replied to her where she said Bovril and I did the vomit emoji you know that Another one the bovril she says it'll be unpopular for sure but i love it and on crumpets too it was the only thing that brought me round when i was poorly as a child well it's a flashback food yeah but that's marmite to me well i don't know it is marmite does exactly and honestly i think uh, marmite's got like because of the iron and stuff it's got in it it's a great hangover food is it mm. right so that's toast covered it's kind of making me want some this morning should we have a, the laura toast smogger's board for um Breakfast? Maybe. I didn't I didn't eat all pretty much all day yesterday. No, and then when we did it, it were horrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday were like pauper food for me. Oh, oh it were horrible. Not that's not happening today. Nothing and and yesterday's supposed to be the treat day. I know, I know, but just it was to do with you yesterday because you planted the seed. Yeah, but I, I think it's because so, I I just wasn't hungry the yeah. whole day and I yeah. I, I had like a leftover vegetarian chili potato. Which I didn't want, and I was quite miffed about. And then we had a Burger King later on, which I really didn't want. And that's make it sound trampy saying that. But I just didn't want no, it. No, no, no. Neither of us did. But but it was that thing of yeah, we'd not eaten, and yeah. Anyway, I want to talk about marriage because we're married. That's the podcast. This is a bit husband and wife sentenced to life. This, um, I've got a new phrase for you mm. that I found out today. It's called monogamish. 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 Mish. Monogamish. Yeah. What do you think that means? Um, I'm trying to think which category it would fit in. Like, I don't, I don't know, that you can touch, but you can't go all the way. I don't know. Well, you're not far off. Um, yeah, I think you can go all the way. The question at the head of this article, which I read, yeah, asked on the loo this morning, can infidelity help a marriage? Right. right. Now, I know we've got pretty strong opinions on this. Yeah. But it's always nice to dip your toe in the other pond. Nah. Eh? nah. No, I don't, mean on, in, yeah. I don't mean the pond is not a tuppence and my toe is not a willy. <clears throat> I'm saying it's nice to know the information. Right. I, I'm dipping my cerebral toe in the information pond. Not me knob-toe in the fanny pond. Well, that's what it sounded like to me. 
<laughs> Dr. Tammy Nelson in America, she's a relationship doctor, says occasional affairs can help a relationship. It's a big movement, right, that's happening. Right. The reality, this is her talking here, the reality is you might be married, but you're not dead. You're always going to be attracted to somebody else. But you can look at it as something that feeds your relationship instead of threatens it. That's just... Go on. Bull. You think it's bull, is it? Oh, I I, I really do. Because that's just somebody going, giving you the green light to have an affair. Do you think Dr. Tammy is having an affair and she's invented this whole thing to set her husband? I don't agree. Like, I genuinely have never looked at anyone else or fancied anyone else. That's where you say, neither have I. I'm just wondering if people heard any, anything in your voice there which would suggest otherwise. No, I genuinely, and, and so I don't need anybody else. I don't look at anyone else. I'm not bothered. Uh, but then there might be people listening to this going, ah, oh, shut up. You don't just get in a relationship and suddenly become blinkered, right? There are still attractive people out there. There are still, you know, what if I saw somebody, what if I saw your doppelganger? Like, how, would I? could I not fancy them because I fancy you? Now, this is not me asking, but I'm saying there'll be people who say stuff like this. No, I know, but I'm saying for me personally. Uh, I get it. No, but I mean, you're not being very convincing here from the other no, side. No, because I'm reading. I'm going to read you the next bit. Of course, Nelson says, to some, the idea may be a slippery slope to relationship ruin. Yeah. But she argues, especially since lockdown, an increasing number of couples she counsels are embracing the idea of relaxing the rules rather than quitting the marriage. So, right, so what she's saying is... Yeah, no, I get that. Right, <sighs> let's say... Let's say we're probably only doing the wild thing once a week. Less. Let's, let's say once a month, right? Or perhaps never, okay? Yeah. And we love each other, but something's not right. She's saying, well, perhaps what you both need to do is... Now we're talking about dipping the toe in the other yeah. pond... And, you know, maybe that'll bring you back together. Maybe that's what's missing. Maybe that'll spice things back up for you guys. I don't agree. No, I'm not saying no, that, I know, but then we're not, not in that position. I know, but I've seen it on fake TV shows and stuff like that where they do it. Like, you know, it, all it's doing is tempting you to somebody else. I don't I don't think... I think if, if you want to spice up your own marriage... Yeah. Perhaps it, within your marriage, you should be trying things out. Right, okay. Like, maybe... maybe don't say like, don't do a list. <laughs> no, but I'm saying maybe the counsellor should be saying, right, go off and do this tonight. Or Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the, the route they should be going to do. I It got me thinking when I was reading this this morning, not about having an open relationship, but it got me thinking, if one of our friends came round, let's not put a name on it, mm. but if a, if any couple that we know came round... I said, look, we just want you to know we're now in an open relationship. Yeah. How would that make you feel? Uh, as in they were they were kind of suggesting. No, no, no. Uh, now, that's what I'm asking you. If they said that, so let's say X and Y come round to oh, our if, house. If they said that's what they were into, fine. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea. But, and, and if they then suggested, I would feel uncomfortable. But if they said that, would you think they were suggesting? Yeah, probably. So, like, like, they come round, we're having dinner, they say, look, we wanted you guys to know, we've been having a bit of trouble. 
Yeah. You know, uh, we, we didn't know what was going on with each other. And we, then we just both decided, you know, rather than split up straight away, yeah. we thought we'd try this and see if that's all we needed, a little bit of enticement somewhere else yeah. and back to it. If they said it like, you know, pragmatically like that, would you think? Yeah. You would? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I d- otherwise, why are they telling you? I don't know. Oh, unless they just want to be be open with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. I I told you years and years and years ago. I worked with a girl, and she told me she was she was married, and she said they had an open marriage, and then she said, "Oh, my husband would like you." Yeah, and I I was just like, "What the hell is this?" Like. Yeah, it was so... What And I think that is a really... That is just adding so much weirdness to a situation. Yeah. And the thing is, if you were friends, and she'd said that to you in a friend environment, yeah? Mm. She did? No, but... No, 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 because you work with her. If, you see, if, you're, if you're friends, like yeah. we're not somebody you work with, then you think, right, I can't handle that. We can stop seeing each other. Yeah. If you work with her... Yeah. And then her and her husband are going to be at work dues and Christmas parties and stuff like that. That is a thing in your head forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that's when I think of this girl, that's what I think of now. Yeah. I don't know if they're still together. I I didn't keep in contact, but yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I, I would guess they're not still together. Really? Yeah, that would be my guess. Don't be Facebooking them. I'm not, you never, you never I'm know not, what you're opening there. No, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other big news, toilet news this morning. Not, I'm not going to talk about what I was doing, but good, I do good. the reading. That's where I do my reading, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I got back into bed very excited today. I had something to show you. I had something in my hand to show you, <laughs> right? Too early. Picture on my phone. Rhubarb and custard cream biscuits. Tesco's in the UK. <laughs> oh, she's triple belling. Uh, rhubarb and custard cream biscuits. Now, for me, oh. you'll be surprised to hear I've tasted rhubarb because rhubarb crumble was a go-to for most families yes, in the 70s and 80s. it's one of my favourites. I heard this described, I think I read it on Twitter this morning, actually, or it might have been in the comments on this story. Rhubarb is one of the worst things on earth to eat because you have to put so much sugar on it to make it palatable. It's yeah, And then it's even sour, like... Even when you have it in a crumble, it's sour. But that's what's nice about it. It's sweet and sour. I just, I don't, because I think that's, I get a real sour taste from cherries. And I don't, so I don't think. Yeah, see, I, I love cherries. <clears throat> but what you so- I love rhubarb. I absolutely love rhubarb. And and biscuits, my favourite biscuits are malted milk and custard creams. Yeah. So I think. So it's your style of biscuit with an added twist. Yeah, I think I'd love it. It's a biscuit cocktail. Yeah, in it. The good. I don't think it's probably one that I'd eat all the time. Like I don't know if I could eat a whole packet. <laughs> it got. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a challenge. Maybe we should do that. Um, it got me thinking. Yeah, we love a new biscuit coming out, right? And at Christmas, oh, we went mad, didn't we? After eights have jumped on bandwagon now. After eights have brought out about eight combinations or after eights. Yeah, which I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like them, but I'm just not too sure about it. I'm a traditionalist, yeah. for one. Yeah. And secondly, mm-hmm. is there too much choice nowadays? Yes. And is nowadays something only old people say? <laughs> Have you yeah. ever heard a child say nowadays? 
<laughs> I don't think they ever do. Back in my day. But. Yeah. Certainly when we go back to England, look, there's quite a bit of stuff out here in Dubai. But when you go back to England, the supermarkets are five times as big with five times as much selection. Yeah. You know, yeah, the stuff like I've just said, the rhubarb and cut. Well, just a dairy milk. Think of all the different flavours. Like, it used to be plain fruit and nut and hazelnut. Now. Popping candy. Yeah. Orange. Yeah, orange. Mint, mint, chocolate. I don't know. There's, oh. there's loads of them. Oh, um, Turkish Delight dairy milk. I'll tell milk. you something. Do you exist as a food company if you've not brought out an Oreo-flavoured version of your bloody products? And I like Oreos, I, right? I'm not bothered about an Oreo. You can get Oreo everything now. You get Oreo flavoured everything. Yeah, and it's a crap biscuit. Milk, it's pretty average. I don't like it. I mean, it. coming from someone who likes custard creams, I think that's a bit, <laughs> a bit of a nerve. I do it, not like it, it. It's like the American custard cream to me. There's no mm. to it. But Oreos brought out about a million varieties. They brought them thin peppermint ones out, which I did quite like. But then there's Oreo milkshakes. Then there's Oreo dairy milks. You'll be getting Oreo Yorkshire puddings next. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know. Oreo so, Kit Kats you can get. So is the thing. Yeah. That there's too much choice. <sighs> what What was this called? I was going to talk to you about this. Oh, this was over Christmas, you know. I had this written down. I, I, Decision. Oh, go on. No, no, no. I think there is. I think um, it's become... Well, it's a sales thing, isn't it? But it's decision fatigue. It's called. No, you did talk about it. Yes, yeah, so the thing about there's so much going on that you can't decide to do anything. Don't know what to watch on telly. Don't know where to go out. Don't know what to do tonight. Don't yeah, know whether yeah. to let the kids go out. That kind of thing. Is there too much stuff? Yeah, I think it with the TV channels. I think you know when it used to be four channels, three if you're as old as me. <laughs> and there were some people listening who remember too. Um, you're right. There's so much. That if you pick, do you ever have that thing? If you pick one thing, you feel like you're missing something else. Uh, maybe, yeah, but it's that thing of spending, especially with TV, you spend about half an hour yeah. flicking, yeah, and that is annoying. I love it when we've got a decision made. When I know I'm coming <laughs> home to watch something, you know, when I know we've got a good. T- you know what the dinner is, so you're not thinking about the dinner. We talk about how planning doesn't work in the bedroom. And in various situations, on a night out maybe. Yeah. Never with television. If you plan television, if you know what you've got coming, that's one of the well, best Well, you things. know, like, I like a list. You do like a list. <laughs> I have my TV list. And so it basically, it's got what day and what programmes are on that day. So I know, so I'll be like, right, let me see. Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday's a rubbish day for TV for us. So yeah. that's really annoying because then we're trying to find something to watch. And that and then you're trying to find something that you can all watch because you know, we've got a nine year old and a seventeen year old. Yeah, yeah. And if you put the wrong thing on, one of them goes upstairs. Yeah. Or they both go upstairs. Yeah. You know. Or sit on their phones, which is annoying. Anyway. Just uh, a quick biscuit thing. Yeah. I went to Viva again yesterday. Oh, Viva is D- Dubai Little. Yeah. D- Dubaldi, yep. we called it. So it basically, Viva is one of, I think there's more now, it's one of the cheap supermarkets out here. Yeah, and I've not gone, like, 
dived right in with it yet because I, I know a, it's been out <laughs> for a while. It's been out for a while, but you I just again you're dipping your toes. I've only, I've only dipped my toes, and I hear all the mums talking about it, and you know. And then I went in there yesterday, and there was a woman there. She had frozen pizzas. She had like a full trolley full. They look like it's the kind of shop where people look like they're shopping for the apocalypse. Yeah. You know, like when everyone was going about toilet rolls during COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone was shaming people who were buying more, too many toilet rolls. Well, everybody in Viva looks like it's the bang on beginning of COVID and everyone's like, I am buying a million of everything. Well, I felt a bit jealous because I'd literally, because you guys were all sat in the car, I just went and popped in to get the uh, Jaffas. Well, you did a sweet move yesterday because we went to shops. I got in the car. Yeah. I was too hot. Yeah. You guys were still doing stuff. I said, I texted you, I said, I'm in the car. Yeah. And then you came back and I weren't really paying attention. All the car doors open, everybody gets in. Yeah. I went to drive off. Did you? <laughs> then I noticed you weren't next to me and I literally turned around to Honey and I went, where, where is she? And she burst out laughing because she'd done this smooth move where you'd not stop walking. You know, like a sh- if a shark stopped swimming, it dies. You, you just kept going, you opened car door, chucked some bags in and kept walking like you were on a conveyor belt. So you got, yeah, you went to Viva. Yeah, and I'd literally gone in to get pretty much Jaffa Cakes because it's not a shop that I go to. And last time we were quite impressed with the Jaffa Cakes. Yeah. And and then um, obviously I picked up a couple of other bits while I was in there. And then I got to the counter and she told me the price. And I was like, no, this can't be right. I've got four boxes of Jaffa Cakes in there. Yeah. I got back in the car. They're one dirham each. So that's 20 pence. I 20 pence. For a full packet of Jaffa Cakes that taste as good as real Jaffa well, Cakes. the real Jaffa Cakes, they cost at least 15 dirhams each out here. So that's, that's a three, lot of money. £3, pound, three yeah. Pound. Um, I, the, the excitement when you did get back in the car. Yeah. I almost wish you didn't know that. I'd been to Viva and known it because that would have been, you know, talk about spicing up your sex life by, you know, the marriage thing earlier. At the right time... During coitus, yeah, I just whisper in your ear, Jaffa cakes are a dirham in fever. <laughs> and you're like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the hands there? <laughs> Good impression. Like I'd know. Oh, dear. Let's talk about driving quickly. Go on. Um, there's been a couple of driving incidents that I want to mention. Yeah. First of all... My coffee's going to be cold. Well, uh, this is a new thing. Try that coffee. Let me know what you think. What have you put in it? No, no. It's it's the proper coffee out of the, yeah. the Nespresso. Yeah. And it's uh, decaf, Good. which you bought in. I yeah. just tried to make it a bit, bit more like a shop coffee. It's nice. It's got the vibes. So going to the shops yesterday, what people who don't live in this country don't understand is every road is a motorway. Yeah. Even the little road. When you get out of our house here, yeah, our road's a normal road, but round the corner, yeah. st- still in what you'd call the estate, yes. our community, yeah, you're suddenly on a dual carriageway. Yeah. Now, the speed limit is supposed to be little, but pff, I'm it? not sure. But, yeah, yeah, I think the speed limit's supposed to be about 20 mile an hour. Not Nobody is... I think people run faster than that. But then at the end of the estate, you are suddenly straight onto a three-lane road, which is... Pretty much a motorway. Yes. But it's not because there's little roundabouts and it's just a normal road. It's what a B road would be in England. Oh, but it's it's chaos. Wacky races. Yeah. Right? I pulled onto it yesterday. No, There's this thing in Dubai. Nobody will let you in. 
You know that thing in England? And I think, by the way, that England can be full of pillocks sometimes. Yeah. In different ways. You know, Brexit, the far right. Yeah. Anti-vaxxers. There are some dickheads around. But we have our unwritten For rules. some reason, when we get on the road, even the worst person, even the most bigoted, racist, probably wife-beating, when they're on the road, yeah. they're like Victorian gentlemen. No, sir, after you. No, sir, after you. I insist. No, Yes, but you have right of way. I may have right of way, sir, but I am allowing you in. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I will give you a gentle wave, and I will wave back, and I will maybe give you my double indicators. That's Every driver in England is like that, right? Yeah. Here, it's exactly the opposite. Yeah, well, we've got that slip road, and it's not even a, like, to skip skip the queue. It's it's meant to be yeah. to ease the traffic. It's a 300-metre slip road, right? Yeah. So when cars come in from our direction, it fills up pretty quick. Here's what happens here. People on the main road, because it's that busy, yeah. pull onto the slip road to skip oh, a few cars forward. That annoys me. Oh, my God. But it's that if you're on the slip road and people are just doing that thing, they won't look at you, they are... Going forward, I'm not letting you in. I'm you not letting like like you're like you're trying to push in, and it's not like I'm yeah. not pushing in. This is where I've had to come from. Yeah. Like this is the, this is how I get on to the main road. If everybody has your attitude, mate, I'm parked. I'm yeah. not going to school today. I'm not going to work today. If everybody treats me like you're treating me, what does it hurt? This is how the world moves by letting people in. Yeah. Well, I went to get honey the day before, and I was. 30 minutes on the the slip road because there's so many schools. So ev- And on a Friday now, everybody leaves at the same time. And I could have had that attitude because I was so late for, pick- for picking her up. But there were other parents that were trying to get out of roads, but they're in the same position. They've been sat there for out- for half an yeah. hour. And I just was like, yep, in. It's one in, one out. That's exactly. The That's the rule. Sometimes there's a cheeky two come out. If I'm on the rain road, I'll let two in. I don't care. Yeah. But so yesterday, we're going to shops. So I need to get across three lanes to turn left at the next roundabout. Yeah. Right? Just getting into the first lane's a nightmare. But I somehow managed to get to the middle lane. Yeah. And I'm watching my mirror the entire time, just waiting for a little bit of a gap. You yeah. Know? There's a gap, but the guy behind seems a little bit too close. I could have gone in. And if I'd have gone in, it might have surprised him. I might have got beeped. So I didn't. Yeah. However, behind him, there's two cars space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty, and this is in static traffic, by the way. It's only just moving forward slightly. Yeah. I've got my indicator on the entire time. When he goes past me, as soon as he's gone past, I put my nose toward like that. Yeah. The guy behind is in a Lamborghini 4x4, right? Yeah. That big new lamp that looks like a transformer. The minute he sees a foot of my car move in, he speeds up. Yeah. Really fast. I mean, I can't stop now because I'm halfway across. He speeds up as close as he can and then beeps his own. Do you know, when people do that, that is one of the worst things when you're driving, that they know you're coming across, so they speed up. What is the point? It makes me so angry. Like, that is when the F word comes out. Yeah. Where, well, I put whether my the kids down. are in the car or not. I, I put my window down. I got my arm out of the window because I was like, you know, like, did the what? You know, the exasperation. Because yeah. I'm thinking, we're in static traffic now. If you want to act hard about it, do something about it, you know? And then... 50 metres later, I do turn left at the roundabout. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I hope in your head, you pillock, you small-minded idiot, right? Yeah. You've seen that. I'm not getting across to win. I'm not I'm not beating you at life. Yeah. I'm getting across because I'm turning left. Yeah. Oh. I know. Really, really annoying. I had one as well yesterday. I was coming back from dropping honey at the beach and 
out here, again, I've not seen this in the UK where if you're in the fast lane, someone comes right up your bottom to get you to move across. And sometimes they start flashing you to move. Yeah. But like right up your bottom. And I always just think out here, especially as well, where the, the traffic is just constant. If you've suddenly got a break, they're oh, going up your bum. It's just going to cause... This has gone on for years. And it's that thing of the rule. There's a rule out here that if you're doing, if you're in that fast lane and somebody needs to get past you and you don't get out of the way, you're breaking the law. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing. I've done this did well, it years ago I on the radio. So, so yesterday I'm, I'm going up. I'm so keen, and it's really busy. I ha- I can't move across. This guy's up my bum. I'm going like I'm going over the speed limit, yeah. by the way. So I'm already going fast. Good. I can't get across because that that lane is just chocker. There's cars in front of me, so I can't go any faster yeah. than I already am. So I have nowhere to go. Yet yeah. he's he's pushing me as if to say I want to get in front of you. And all I'm thinking is. How are you going to get in front of me? I can't move. I literally yeah. cannot move. But it can, it, like, consistently just... And I tend to drive in the fast lane. Yeah. But a safe distance from the car in front. But you know the guy behind you is thinking, you're not driving close enough to the guy in front, so therefore you've got to move so I can do exactly the same to yeah. the next guy. Yeah. Right? What I love is when you're in that situation, uh, so you're in the fast lane, but the guy in front is two or three cars distance from you in yeah. case he breaks and you look in your mirror and there's a guy like half a mile behind just going flash 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 flash, flash, flash. and I'm thinking how fast is he going yeah he's flashing me already you can I can hardly see him <laughs> he looks like a lighthouse so are, you, are you saying to me they're in the right way then yeah the ones that are coming up fast they're, they're saying if you're in the fast lane and someone's wanting to go faster you should get out of the way yeah, but what if you can't physically move you well then because the, the car in, in front I mean of- I think Within reason, but I agree with I agree with the thing of sometimes there are cars going too hey, slow. You know, in, the in fast England, lanes. in England, you get the middle lane pillocks. Yeah, On a yeah, motorway yeah. in England, no, you, you get, get them people here who drive well. in lane two, right? Yeah, but in, it's a thing in England, and I think it's illegal. You get people who stay in lane two the entire time on the motorway, yeah, and it's a passing lane, right? If you're not going fast enough. To overtake the cars in lane one, you should be in lane. They're one. the ones who don't know where they're going, so they stay in the middle in case. You know, they've got to yeah. come off right, come off yeah. left. But yeah. yeah. Frustrating. Yeah. Uh, had this last night with, uh, you just said, Honey went to the beach. Yeah. And uh, she, around nine o'clock, we're laid down, we're chilled out, we're watching telly. She texts you and says she wants a car ordering, right? So we've got the car ordering thing here. It's called Uber all over the world. We use one called Kareem, which is, I think Uber bought Kareem or one, the other way around. Anyway. Yeah. I book her a car. I said to her, you take the thing from her. Where, do you, where is she? Kite Beach. I type Kite Beach in the phone. I send the car to Kite Beach, right? Lay back down watching telly. Uh, but I'm, I've got that thing and I'm paranoid. I'm checking the map. The car gets to Kite Beach. I send Honey a screen grab of the map. It's here. Um, I don't know where that is. And I'm like, I've just sent it to Kite Beach, right? Yeah. What a debacle. Then the taxi driver phones me up. I'm here. Where are you? And I said, look, it's my daughter. She's on the beach. She's walking towards you. Just hang on a minute. <laughs> I have 10 minutes of back and forth with Honey and him. And then I've told her to walk down there. After 15 minutes, she sends me a message. and went, are you expecting me to walk down there? <laughs> and I'm thinking, what have you been doing for 15 minutes? Oh, no. Unbeknownst to me, I get it on the map. It looks like it's right next. When I zoom in. She's 17 minutes walk away from where this taxi driver is. So then I phoned the taxi driver back and went, 
Can you go up to Salt, which is the restaurant that everybody knows on the beach? Can you go to the restaurant yeah. Salt? What? What? I don't know what that is. So I end up having to send him another map. Yeah. Right. And I said, start the clock. Yeah. I'll pay for you. Yeah. Because it's been a while. He had waited. He'd done his job. Yeah. He drives up there. I can see that it's saying the ride has now started. Yeah. He phones me up from there. He can't see her. She can't see him. This is just phone call after phone call after phone call. So right? he, he just goes, does he? he? He just went. Yeah. I see that he's charging me for him going. Yeah. So then I'm like trying to phone Honey and say, do you want me to book you another car? For some reason, Honey started doing this thing. Even though she needs a taxi, she doesn't answer her phone. Right? Yeah. You phoned her about five times. I phoned her about five times. No answer on the phone. And in the end, I'm just like, have you got any money? Yeah. Can you just pay for a taxi then? Because, and I get it, <laughs> but if she had no money, I'd understand. But she's at a place where you know there are probably 50 taxis lined up. Yeah, there but do you is. know why I like the... Go because you can monitor them. Yes. That's one thing. But you know why I like the... Just get a taxi if you've got 100 dirhams in your pocket. <laughs> so daddy doesn't have a premature heart attack. Uh, it was so much stress last night. Well, it's well, just one it of them was things for me I and Betsy, who and, you know, sat there on the sidelines. There's a bit of me. Oh, well, you start blaming me for it, even though I'm trying no. to sort it out. I've got that thing where I'm, I'm so close to putting my credit card on her Kareem app. Her Uber app. Yeah. Well, a lot of them... Have a lot of dads do that. Yeah. I hear, I hear from a lot of dads, actually, about this. Oh, when I mention you? it on Twitter, I hear from a lot of dads and I hear just why it's a big mistake. Because suddenly, Honey would be getting Ubers when she wanted a dump. She'd get an Uber from her bed to <laughs> bloody toilet, right? So it's not happening. Not on my dad. I've heard about people doing this with the kids at university. Can you imagine how much he'd be doing as other for, Leo? How many bloody Ubers and Kareems he'd be getting everywhere? Well, especially when he has to go... Especially when he forgets his ID because he's Yeah, he has to go back again. Hey, quick TV recommendations. I don't know if I want to recommend this because I'm a bit unsure about it. Last night we started watching The After Party on Apple TV. Yeah. I, I've got bad feelings about Apple TV because I'm paying for it and we don't watch anything on it. Every now, Apple TV has about one good thing a year. Yeah. It, it annoys me that the, I have to pay for it. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Aniston. Uh, the Morning Show. Yeah. Yeah, that were good. It's had a few things, but I have to pay for that because my package, our package with the, uh, what's the thing called, iCloud, you get Apple TV, you get Apple Games on your phone, which I don't use. Yeah. Apple Music, which we use. Yeah. But I feel like I'm paying for a lot of things and getting very little back, you know? Yeah. And I'm only doing it because I want to keep all my photos and stuff. That's why you should shop at Viva. Uh, yep. <laughs> do Viva do iCloud? Um, last night we started the after party. We watched two of them. The only reason we're watching it is it's because it's got Jamie Dimitriou in, who is staff Let's Flats. Yeah, and he is an American staff, basically. He's, he's, he's doing an American accent, but exact, exact same acting. Yeah. As he is. I didn't like it. Well, Betsy watched it with us. Whether she should have been or not, I don't know. Um, it Probably not. No, but it wasn't rude or... No, and it's quite light. It's yeah, quite... she was quite into it. She was actually into the... <gasps> Because there's a, there's a clue at the end of each episode. Yeah, So yeah, she yeah. was like, oh, oh yeah. So that means so-and-so could have be, could have done it. You know, that. so for that point of view, she quite enjoyed it. It's nice that we've got something we can watch with yeah. her like it's, that. It's all right. It's it's an easy watch, I'd say. It's yeah. not... It's got good people in it. It has, it has. It's got Dave Franco in it. He's actually really good. Yeah. I thought he was really good He's in it. He's playing a good part. The whole, the whole cast is... Uh, the ensemble. Yeah. He's pretty good. Uh 
but uh, I don't know if I'd hire him. It's not. It's not the most inventive idea, I guess. Well, because it's tongue in cheek, which you don't like. Yeah, I don't. And there's one just started on Netflix called something like "The Woman Looking at the Girl in the Window Next Door Across the Road." It's a parody. Yeah. But we started watching it, and you instantly said no. And since then, I've read that it's actually a really good thriller. You know, it's tongue-in-cheek, a bit like the only murders in yeah. the building. But it's it's good. So I've And I last night, after watching two episodes of this one, I went, well, the other one's actually better. From what I saw of it, it actually looked better. It looked, looked like yeah. it had more going on for it. But yeah, the after party. Right, uh, have you got anything else? Um, No. Okay. No. Have you got your goodbye planned? No. You're not going goodbye planned? No. Just thinking times now then. Well, everybody, as usual, everything will be listed in the description to the podcast. Um, the email's in there if you want to get in touch about anything. Do keep an eye out on my Instagram stories, at Catboy92, because I will be putting podcast-related questions on there. If you see one, it's for the podcast. So do drop us an answer. Okay. It's quite annoying. You, them things, you get like a thousand people look at it, and you get 15 replies. I kind of feel like, what, what, how long does it take you to tell me what you like on toast? Yeah. Yeah. I well, maybe we should ask, question. what's your favourite biscuit? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that that, that is a radio. Uh, it, every time there's a crap competition on radio, somebody who's what's your favourite biscuit, because that's the go-to. Is it? Is of, it? As time in memory. I was only saying it because we've been talking about biscuits. I mean, put it on yours. At Laura, not Laura, what's your favourite biscuit? I couldn't get away with it. If I asked what your favourite no. biscuit is, I'd be I'd be lampooned on radio sites. So, are you ready now? Have you got it? I'm concentrating at the minute because uh, the coffee's working its magic. Oh, you need to... Right, we better finish up then. That's episode 81. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to give us a, a like and a little review if you're on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to them. And we'll see you next time. So long, farewell. <laughs> The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.